Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 272, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step -step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Do you find yourself constantly on your phone, checking emails, scrolling through social media, and playing games during every spare moment? Phone addiction is an extremely common problem in today's tech-saturated society, and it's becoming increasingly more difficult to avoid being glued to our phones. We think that if we absentmindedly scroll social media or entertainment platforms, it doesn't hurt anyone. But scientific research suggests otherwise. Phone addiction wreaks havoc on our mental health and productivity. So how can we break this destructive cycle and reclaim our time and attention? 
Number one, consume digital information mindfully. Similar to how we should only eat when we feel hungry, we should follow the same approach when consuming information and media. Mindless consumption makes us forget what is really important and what is not. On top of this, the short-term pleasure we get from mindless consumption numbs us from the real pleasures of life. And once we get into this illusion, it's really challenging to get out. Most platform algorithms are designed to stimulate our brain and keep us hooked. Beyond the stimulation, we hardly get the time to process the information because we're jumping from one piece of content to another. Our natural world does not offer this level of overstimulating format. We have time to digest, decipher, and then respond. So how do we understand if we're consuming information mindfully? The first step is knowing ourselves, our goals, and our purpose. Mindful content consumption starts with awareness about our existential reality as a human being. The better we understand ourselves and our needs, the better equipped we are to make mindful choices. Once we know what our actual needs are as a human being, we can start focusing on content that matches them. The second step is understanding where we're spending our time. This gives us a fairly good indication of the type of information we're consuming and the quality. Most phones, at least iPhones, break down how you specifically spend your time. Within your settings, you can see your average screen time, your most used apps, which apps you use first after picking up your phone, and which apps account for the most notifications. The visuals provided by this data can give us great insight into our usage patterns. And if we're honest with ourselves, we can further determine if it's mindful consumption or not. So let's say we're not consuming mindfully. How can we start? Adhere to moderation. Anything in excess is harmful and digital content is no exception. Schedule one to two hours per day for content consumption. This helps to build discipline and decreases our chances of becoming distracted by our phones because we know we will be engaging with them at a set time, which means that we won't feel as compelled to check them. Lastly, it ensures we focus on quality and mindful content because we know we have a strict set window for consumption. So we tend to use it more wisely. Content can be a powerful source of information. And when we align that content mindfully with our needs, it becomes even more powerful. Number two, mute notifications. The constant notifications on our phones are making us less productive. 
And not only are they making us less productive, they're feeding our brain with cheap dopamine. Researchers have found that just the presence of our phones can impair cognitive ability, even when they aren't actively being used. Let's be honest, the constant attack of notifications on our phones and computers can be difficult to ignore. But the damage is substantial because it results in a constant interruption of our focus and attention. Often, phone notifications appear in red, which is a color associated with urgency. And the uncertainty of what we might read if we open the notification can also in itself lead to distraction because we assume what it might be, which is partially where those cheap dopamine hits come into play. On top of all of this is the fear of missing out. We think to ourselves, what might I be missing if I don't check my phone and notifications? And that hunger just leads to a cycle of distraction and diminished productivity. Lastly, these notifications blur our vision into what's important and not important. Not everything requires our immediate attention and response. Our phones are intended to be a tool, not a prison. Most people allow their phones to control them rather than controlling the phone. So how can we mute this attack of notifications and interruptions to our flow state and productivity? How can we start to control our phones? Simply turn off your notifications. Just like setting specific times for consuming content, turning off our notifications means we're less likely to get distracted by notifications. And because we've specifically designated consumption times, we no longer need notifications. We no longer impulsively check because we've set those boundaries with ourselves. Next, set specific focuses on your phone. iPhones allow you to set focus times around do not disturb, personal, work, and sleep. And within each of these focus groups, you can choose which notifications you receive from who, which apps, you can set a schedule, and custom screens. Now, if this seems too complex, simply turn your phone on airplane mode. With that said, though, I do suggest setting focus times and automating them because there's a greater chance we stick to these boundaries when we automate them. And if all else fails, put your phone away entirely. Remember, we control our phones, not the other way around. Number three, use your phone with purpose. 51.8% of people use social media apps simply because they're bored. 
How many times have you found yourself mindlessly scrolling when you're bored? Probably a majority of you listening. We're all guilty of this. On average, people check their phones 58 times per day. The average person is only awake for approximately 16 hours per day. That means that we check our phones almost four times every hour per day. When we continue these behaviors, they become habits. And eventually, those habits get to a point where they become uncontrollable. So, how can we use our phone with purpose? We should curate content before we just dive in. Meaning, we purposefully select content that we need to ingest to achieve our goals. We should say no to digital wandering. This could mean we use our phones to educate ourselves. Some categories around my goals and education focus are around mental health, business, and finance. So, I specifically curate the podcasts I listen to around these buckets. The people I follow on social media fall within these buckets. The newsletters that I subscribe to fall within these buckets. When we align our content around our goals, it means we can leverage entertainment for growth. And in moments where we slip, we are guided by the quality of content that aligns with our ambitions. Back on episode 263, Eight Life-Changing Lessons from Atomic Habits, I broke down how we can make a habit irresistible. And one way that we can do this is by making our habits attractive because it is the expectation of a rewarding experience that motivates us to act in the first place. This is where a strategy known as temptation bundling comes into play. Temptation bundling works by linking an action we want to do with an action we need to do. We want to consume content. We need to achieve our goals to grow. We can achieve both by leveraging temptation bundling. This is simply the act of curating who we follow and what we consume as it relates to our goals. We can also use our phones for building a business or creating content. Jeff Bezos said it best, if you want to be successful in business, in life actually, you have to create more than you consume. The issue is that most of us simply consume content rather than producing content. A study of Twitter users found that just 10% of users were responsible for roughly 90% of all tweets. And another study of Instagram users found that just 8% of users were responsible for generating the majority of content on the platform. Now, sure, I'm not necessarily saying we need to all become content creators. However, we need to strike a healthy balance between the two. And right now, a majority of us 
are over-indexed into consuming. Creating content allows us to express ourselves, share our thoughts and ideas, and connect with others who share similar interests. The iPhone you might be listening to this podcast through has over a hundred thousand times the processing power of the computer that landed humans on the moon 50 years ago. It'd be a shame if we wasted that processing power to melt in mindless entertainment. Number four, delete time-wasting apps. The average person spends three hours and 15 minutes a day on their phone. The best way to reduce our time spent on our phones is to delete unnecessary apps. Now, the challenge is that many of us think that all of the apps on our phone are necessary. We are professional hoarders, especially in the digital world. One study I found showed that an average individual has 40 apps installed on their phone. Out of those 40 apps, 89% of the time is split between 18 apps. That means that more than half of those apps remain unused and unnecessary. So how can we identify these time-wasting apps if a majority of us are guilty about hoarding them in the first place? Create two folders on your phone, label one important and the other not important. Categorize all of the apps into these two folders. Whichever apps land in the not important folder, delete them. Now, if you're struggling with this, your phone will tell you which apps are used the least. On an iPhone, go to Settings, select General, then iPhone Storage. Three quarters down the screen, you'll be shown all of the apps on your phone and the last time they were used. In most cases, apps that haven't been used in three months can most likely be deleted. Simply click the app and hit delete. This is a great exercise to do once a month and especially as we segue into the new year. It's time to get rid of the digital clutter and take back our time. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to break your phone addiction. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.